Hey guys, we're back for yet another episode on the vessel as we continue with our series while we wait, understanding the fundamentals of our faith amid uncertainty. I want to start by just doing a quick check in. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, I'm over here just trying to maintain my sanity as we all are, but just getting it done at work and taking it day by day. So, um, you know, just grateful for this this moment of stillness, this moment of calmness um, as we are trying to navigate through this new life, this new day-to-day routine and all of that. Um, but I'm confident that as we grow out of this, um, we'll all be fine. We'll be good. Um, and that leads me to where we left off on our last episode of the Hope Edition. Uh, my last question to you guys was this. It was, what are three things you hope for as we navigate out of this pandemic, out of this quarantine time? So what are some things that you hope will come of this? And so I want to start with with my three things. And the first one is I hope to gain a new appreciation for the actual physical presence of people. And so through all of this time alone and being quarantined at the house for the most part, um, you know, this has made me realize how much I miss people, how much I miss my people. Um, I miss hugs. I miss just interactions. I miss things such as like just a dap or, you know, any type of physical touch that that is something that I have realized, um, you know, I feed off of. And so I miss that. And I have a new appreciation for just the physical presence of people. The second thing for me was I hope that people uh, will renew their faith in God or even find um, their faith in God. And so I hope that during this time where things are kind of have smoothed out and you have a little bit more time to reflect um, that you can renew your faith in God or maybe you can start to find a connection with God in general. And the last thing, the third thing for me was I hope that we strengthen as a nation, as a, as a globe. Um, I hope that we strengthen and create a new, more productive normal for all people and not just a certain type of person, not just a certain group of people. I hope that we can come out of this just, uh, you know, refreshed and new mindset, more positivity, more love, all of these things. And and I'm hopeful and I'm confident. And that has been my prayer um, that as we navigate through this thing, that um, some good will come from it. And I'm already seeing remnants of that, just our perspective on things and people that I talk to. I try to tell them and just kind of make them aware, you know, yeah, it's not the best situation. People have lost their jobs. People are having, you know, to um, find new forms of income to provide for their families. The kids are not in school. So for some people, it's a really trying time. But I hope that perspective and mindsets are shifting to more positivity rather than focusing on the negative and just asking God to, you know, let his will be done in their lives, whatever they may look like. And that even in this trying time that they can get through it um, with a renewed spirit. So that is my hope and that is my prayer um, for, uh, for us post quarantine time. So, um, I hope that you've had an opportunity to reflect on what your answer is and really, you know, pray that the will of God will be done in those situations. So, um, let's get into it. Let's, let's dive into it. Today's, 
uh, episode is focused on prayer. So this is the prayer edition of our uh, series while we wait. And just for those who are picking up on this episode, while we wait was inspired uh, by a playlist that gospel artist Jonathan McReynolds created. Uh, of course, while, you know, it was inspired by, you know, the quarantine, basically this time that we're waiting for things to get back to normal. Um, but uh, this series, I think, is necessary for us to just go back to the basics of our faith and really understand the foundation of it and uh, some of those key fundamental elements. So, of course, these are ideas from me, uh, my own opinions and, and thoughts and experiences. So, um Take it for what it's worth, and I hope that you can gain something from it. So uh, prayer, I want to start with our definition of what prayer is. And so for me personally, I define prayer as this. Prayer is a direct form of communication to God. So it's like, um, you know, as I'm thinking about talking to God and communicating with God, I do it through prayer. And prayer doesn't have to look a certain way. Like there's no textbook answer so to say to what a prayer looks like the bible has so many different references of prayer how you pray what to pray it even gives you examples of prayer i know we talk about the lord's prayer all the time um there there are just many different references throughout the bible um that that talks a lot about uh, about prayer and so for me again prayer is a direct form of communication uh, to God. It doesn't have to be through words either. Sometimes prayers are, are grunts or, or uh, mumbles under your breath. Sometimes words just don't do, you know, justice to what you're trying to, to relate to God. And God knows all. He knows you. He knows what your needs and your desires are without you having to verbalize it to him. Okay. Sometimes prayers are in the form of tears, whether they're tears of joy or tears of sorrow or, you know, just all these type of things, I think, are, are ways that we can pray to God and we can really commune um, with God directly through those different forms of prayer. In the Bible, and specifically in Hebrews 4 and 16, it tells us this. It says, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So even right there in that scripture, you know, when we need God's mercy on a situation in our life, or if we're searching and looking for grace to kind of give us that second chance at something, you can find it through your direct communication or your prayers to God um, in your time of need. So the Bible, again, gives us some of these, what I like to call them, recipes um, of kind of what you need to do, what you need to bring to the table in order to talk with God and and to commune with God. Um, Also in Ephesians 6 and 18, Um, It says this and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And so in any situation that you may be encountering, um, scripture tells us pray to God during those moments. Uh, Take that opportunity to really reflect and, and really acknowledge the presence of God and talk with with God in, in all those situations and also Prayer is an opportunity to to ask God for um, his will to be done in someone else's life. It doesn't always have to be about you. And and on down in in the episode, we're going to talk about how to pray and and kind of the importance of prayer, what elements are involved in praying. Um, And so we'll talk in detail about that. 
um, in just a little bit. Uh, one of the things I, I wanted to kind of focus on now is where we are right now in the world. I know everybody is so tired of hearing, you know, about coronavirus and about quarantining and what the government is deciding. Are we going to shelter in place for more time? You know, there are states right now. I know recently they announced, I think it was last night or even this morning, Georgia um, and Florida uh, are considering reopening their state and businesses and things like that uh, this Friday, you know, as soon as this Friday. And so, they're still getting tons and tons of cases every day confirmed, but yet they, they're wanting to open up these businesses in fear that the economy will fail or it'll flop and all of this. And so they're making these decisions and it's, it's just kind of chaos, uh, it seems. And we know we don't serve a God of chaos or anything like that. So um, it makes me think, you know, if at any moment or at any such a time, it's this time that we really need to be focusing on connecting with Christ uh, on a daily basis, you know, often. And so um, even scripture tells us about this. Um, and this is where I find a lot of my comfort too, um, is, is in prayer. And you will see later on, as I mentioned, uh, some examples of that, but uh, in Philippians 4 and 6, that's a pretty popular scripture. Um, and one of the first scriptures that I learned um, as I uh, was growing in Christ, but do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Don't be anxious, you know, uh, that sounds like a demand and it sounds so easy to say and it just rolls off my tongue. But even for me, um, in my walk, in my journey, it's sometimes hard to, to do that. Uh, you know, by nature, by human nature, we're, we're anxious in, in, in these, um, in these times when we, we lose control of our situations. And this is a moment where we have no control over this other than, you know, maintaining our precautions and safeties, washing hands, doing those things. But in terms of just what all is happening around us, we no longer can control that. We can't control that. We can't go to work right now. We can't control that we can't be out at certain times of night and things like this. These are all things beyond our control. And so this is an opportunity to really reflect on not being anxious about these things and not worrying or putting too much energy into the things that we cannot change. And so the scripture in Philippians 4 and 6 is a, is a direct indicator of that. You know, we should be able to just kind of dump this thing off uh, to God, allow him to work this out, allow him to, to kind of provide us with this sense of peace and the spirit of peace um, during these times where things are just wild on the, on, on the outside. So uh, definitely do that. Um, another scripture as I was preparing for this episode, and I have to be, this is an <laughs> honest moment. Um, I've only really have read this uh, scripture in one context. It was one one verse in particular, First Thessalonians 5 and 17, we always hear about the, the scripture that says pray uh, continually or pray without ceasing. It's written in different versions, different ways, but that's really the only part. I've never seen it in the context of the full um, scripture, those three scriptures from 16 to 18. So it reads like this in five, First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. It says, rejoice always. Pray continually, give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you 
in Christ Jesus. So when I see it in that full context, it makes so much more sense to me. I mean, these are a great things to to live by. You want to always give thanks to God, rejoice always, pray continually. So that means, you know, continue to build your relationship. That goes back to that definition. And if we look at relationship with God as we look at relationships with people, um, it's very similar. You know, if you if you find a new friend or a new colleague at work or um, even a new you know relationship, the first thing that that happens is you're getting to know that person or you're getting to know your company. You're getting to know the culture. And how do you do that? You have to really zero in on focusing on um, different aspects of that thing. So if it's a person, if it's a, a new found friendship, you're trying to figure out what you guys have in common. What do you, you know, what are your differences? What are your backgrounds? Even in the intimate relationships, it's the same way. Um, you know, what are your core values? What do you look for in a mate? Um, and you're really focusing on that because you are so, you know, focused on getting to know that. And, um, <laughs> a funny story, um, and this is kind of a shameless thing because, you know, in quarantine, we're doing a lot of Netflix and we're watching a lot of movies and, and TV shows, binge watching TV shows. So um, a lot of my friends know that, you know, I watch Love is Blind. I'm sure people have seen that. And so one of the couples on there, my favorite couple, Lauren and Cameron, um, you know, this this is show they don't see each other. They have to get to know each other without seeing them. So they, they're focused mostly on their conversation and then at the end of this this time period, you know, they have an opportunity to get engaged and then ultimately get married. But the engagement doesn't happen um, or the engagement happens and then they see each other. So it's crazy. But anyway, all that to say, they took time to really get to know each other. They're building their relationship um, in an effort, uh, you know, to get engaged and then ultimately get married and spend the rest of their life together. So think of that in the context of building your connection with with Christ. You're doing that, you're you're communing with him, you're praying to him. You're doing all of these things so that you can get to know who God is and who God is in your life because ultimately eternity is the goal. That's that is where we're trying to get to and prayer is that direct line of communication um to do that. So I'm I'm always grateful for that. Um, that time with God and that time is, is prayer, such an intimate time with prayer um, and an intimate time with God. And so moving on, the importance of prayer. So why are we always emphasizing this? Now, let's be honest. How many times have you told somebody, girl, I'm praying for you or I'm going I'm to pray for you? You know, somebody asks you, you know, can you pray for me? Do you, you, you know, I'm going through this. Can you pray for me? And you'd be like, yeah, girl, I'm going to pray for you. Um, you know, and maybe you forgot, maybe you didn't do it, or maybe you saying, okay, girl, I'm gonna pray for you. Maybe that was your prayer right there. Uh, but we have to be very intentional, uh, in, in our prayers, especially when we're praying for people. Um, and, and if you're like me, if I don't do it right there in that moment, sometimes I might forgive. I don't, maybe if I don't write it down, it's, uh, or, you know, acknowledge it in that moment. Sometimes I do forgive, but we have to just be intentional, um, in our efforts to pray. And so prayer is essential in building a relationship with Christ. You know, we've talked about that. The next piece of why prayer is important, and this is this is a good one. This is one that I really want us to really reflect on. But prayer is a gift from God. 
It is an important element to us growing in Christ and being more Christ-like. And so what I mean by that is Jesus, he, Jesus set the example, right, for prayer. And, and so it, it talks about that in different aspects of the Bible. Um, Jesus prayed to remain in the Father's will. So as Christ's imitators, prayer is necessary to remain in his will also. And so you will see different examples um, of God, of Jesus praying to God. Um, and to me, that's so profound. It's like even Jesus is praying. Um, and, and a good example of that, um, I'll read a few scriptures um, of that. When Jesus was trying, to, when Jesus was about to name his, uh, his disciples, his 12 disciples, he went to God in prayer about this. It says Jesus prayed um, for himself, his disciples, um, and all of his believers that was found in John, um, John 17. And so we look at these examples of when Jesus, um, is praying and trying to stay, not trying, but staying in the will of God. Um, and so we, we must continue to do that so that we can, you know, be more Christ-like that is, that is the goal, um, is to imitate, um, those things that Christ did. So, um, we want to continue to do that. The next thing, uh, the importance of prayer for me personally, prayer is necessary because it's therapeutic. Um, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have, you know, been going through some things or, you know, just feel very stressed and just under a lot of pressure. Um, and so when I, when I decide to really stop in that moment, um, or when, you know, when I get a free moment and just really con con convene with God and just tell God all about it. And typically for me, if I'm journaling, if I'm writing it down, I'm going to be very specific. I'm getting all of my thoughts out because sometimes I lose focus when I'm praying in my head or if I don't pray out loud, sometimes I drift off. And I know a lot of people probably do that too. I hope a lot of people, I hope I'm not alone in that. Um, but sometimes my thoughts, you know, they wonder, but when I write it down, it's like, I'm just really just letting it all out. You know, you ever had that friend that you just kind of erupt on, you just let them know everything that's been going on and, um, uh, you know, they help you process through those thoughts. And that's kind of how our relationship with God is when we, when we do those things. Um, and I'm so, you know, excited about that, that part. And so, um, when you feel like the world is kind of spinning out of control or if a, if a certain storm hits, um, in your life, things are just kind of spiraling downward. Um, uh, for me again, it's like a, a therapy session when I go and I pray to God about these things. And sometimes it's just a matter of getting it out and saying, God, here's what's going on. I know, you know, I know you, you've seen it happen. I know you plan for it to happen, but God, I need you to help me get through it. I, I need you to help me navigate through this process of getting over this hump or whatever it is. And it doesn't always have to be something negative. Sometimes a lot of good things start to happen in your life and you kind of skeptical. You're like, okay, God, why are all these blessings coming my way? Ask God, ask, you know, God, I'm, I'm thankful and I'm grateful for all the things that you're doing for me. Help me make, make it make sense. You know, help me to continue with this humble spirit or this grateful spirit. God, I'm so appreciative of this moment. So it doesn't always have to be negative or it doesn't always have to be bad. Um, and so you want to remember, um, you know, to let prayer be your stability. 
uh, let it be your peace, your calming moment, uh, you know, those the, the, the sense of things are going to be OK. Uh, the Bible references these types of things um, in different um, in different stories in the Bible. Matthew 8 and 26 says this. It says, Jesus responded, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Then he got up and rebuked the wind and the waves. And suddenly there was a great calm. This is the story of when they were all in the boat and this storm was coming. And, you know, Jesus had to wake up out of his sleep. All this stuff, um, you know, to calm the wind right um, another example in mark 4 38 uh jesus was sleeping in the back of the boat with his head on a cushion that's what i was just referencing the disciples woke him up shouting teacher don't you care that we're going to drown when jesus woke up he rebuked the wind and said to the waves silence be still suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm so same story same same situation there um, in two different parts of the Bible. Um, but it talks about that, how he doesn't worry. You know, it's going to be fine. You're in the presence um, of, of God. And so we just have to remember to keep prayer as an essential element in our life. Um, a couple other important reasons why we, we need prayer um, through prayer. Christian faith in God is strengthened. Christians have an opportunity to confess and seek forgiveness through prayer. That's that's a major component is forgiveness. Um, this is your opportunity to say, God, I repent for my sins, both known and, and unknown. Help me to be more like you. Um, this is your opportunity to do that. We have to be vulnerable with our communication with God. We have to lay it all on the line. And sometimes we are filled with so much pride that we can't just, you know, allow our vulnerability to show. And the, the crazy part is if it's anybody you can do that and be your complete, whole, authentic self with, it's God. He made you. He knows you. He understands you. So um, finally, through prayer, we also have the opportunity to thank God for all of our blessings that we've received. Um, and if I can challenge you to do this, it's just to acknowledge the blessings in your life. Take a moment to reflect on that. You know, God, here are some blessings, you know, that I didn't realize, um, you know, that I had and how, how good I have it, but I'm thankful for it. So be very intentional in acknowledging the good and, and praising God because that pleases him. He wants to hear that. Um, he wants to be pleased. And so um, that is your opportunity to do that through prayer. Um, and then finally, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, how can we pray? So how do you pray? How do you implement um, these prayers? And there is, you know, everybody has their unique way of talking to God, of communicating with God. And so I'm just basing this on my own experiences with God and how I pray to God. And so um, even in uh, preparation for, um, this conversation, just kind of looking around and seeing what's out there looking in, you know, in the scripture also referencing that, um, they give us several examples, as I mentioned earlier of prayers that are used, you know, the Lord's prayer, um, that's used. Sometimes people just use scripture as prayer. Psalms is so beautifully written and it talks a lot about praising God and rejoicing in God. Proverbs gives us wisdom and things like that. And so 
you have a lot of different resources, but nothing is is more special in my opinion than just your own words, your own way of communicating um, with God, whatever works for you, you know, whatever works for you, you do. Um, you want to, you know, keep in mind there is a sense of quality versus quantity in your prayer. So sometimes people think that the longer the prayer, the quicker to get to God or the faster the results will, will come back. But it's not about that. It's about the it's about the quality you know, other prayer, you know, what are, what are your motives? What are your intentions of this communication with God? Um, <clears throat> and sometimes we often feel guilty about our lack of prayer. I know there have been moments in my life where I've gone days, weeks, months without <laughs> ever once stopping and like really praying. And again, I'm going to be honest, like even sometimes I, I can remember even being in church sometimes and just going through the motion of prayer, you know, bow your heads. So you bow your heads, but you got everything else on your mind. You got, oh, what I'm going to eat when I leave church or man, I got to finish this report. I got to turn in this paper before 1159. My kids got to eat. I got to go fix dinner. You know, I got to iron the clothes for work, all these things. And we're not really focusing on um, really on talking with God. And so we just have to remember uh, to focus our thoughts as best as we can um, and not be so hard on ourselves, too. From this conversation, I hope that you don't think I'm telling you you have to pray every hour on the hour, every minute on the minute. But you just have to recognize that this is an essential element of um, of our faith and it's the best way to get to know Christ. And so that's, that's the main point. Um, and so rather than focusing on the quantity of your prayer time, focus on the quality of it, spend quality time with God. Um, not only giving him your request, but praying the word back into him. That's where I've talked about praying, you know, praying scripture. Um, you know, growing up, my mom, you know, she taught me, one in particular, of course, was Psalms 23. I think that was maybe my grandmother's favorite scripture. But anyways, it got passed down to me um, by my mom, you know, teaching me that and teaching me what it what it really means. And so um, that was that was my prayer for for quite some time. Um, but just kind of evolving in that and just in really understanding my relationship with God and, and the things that I wanted to pray for and how I wanted to pray um, to him. And so, um, you know, also make sure that you remember God has, has, has given us these promises. He's, he's told us the things that he would do for us. Talk about that in your prayers. You know, God, I know you're going to make good on the promises that you've made to me, um, you know, and, and talk through those situations with him. And then also, um, this is an opportunity to ask God for forgiveness of your sins and to make you new in him. Um, as we talked about before, about forgiveness, um, very important in our prayer life is remembering to repent for our sins so that he can make us whole again. And so, um, so yes, yeah, so prayer, man, it's, it's, it's one of those things that is uh, very important and very near and dear to me. Um, I grew up, I, I watched my parents get down on their knees every night and they still do to this day praying. And I'm the product of a lot of just prayers, you know, my mother's prayers, my father, 
my grandparents, you know, when I have been astray or when I have not really been focused, um, you know, in, in life in general, I am just riding a wave of, of prayers. <laughs> and so I'm just grateful for that. Um, and I know that, you know, I'm just a product of a lot of answered prayers. And, and for that very reason is why I go as hard as I do, why I, you know, you know, not only for myself, but for my family and things like that. I want to do, um, you know, all the things that I desire, but I want to do them in a spirit of just gratefulness. Um, I know the blessings that God has, you know, given me and I want to make good on those. And so, um, as we've been talking about through these, these last couple of weeks, we talked about just faith in general, faith in God. We talked about love and spreading love and positivity, um, in this world. And then of course, understanding what hope is and, and how hope, uh, essentially is, is faith in God, that, that God gives us hope. And then today, as we talk about praying and really building the relationship um, with God, I'm just excited about what's to come. Um, next week, we're going to round out the series um, with peace and how God grants us peace in certain situations and what peace really is in our in our journey and in our walk. And I'll have, I think I'll have a special guest next week, so I'm excited about that. Um, so that we can have some dialogue here about about peace. But as I've done the last three weeks, um, I will do again today. We have a question to ponder on. And so this one is a little deep. So I really want, you know, want you guys to to think about it and reflect on it. And then we'll talk back next week about it. And so it's in reference to to praying. The question is this. How can I find the balance between praying in faith and leaving a matter open to God's will? Okay, so how can I find the balance between praying in faith and leaving a matter open to God's will? So consider that, ponder on it, ask somebody about it, talk to someone about it. Come up with your own answer and we will reconvene next week. God's willing. Y'all have a great rest of the week. Peace. Wanted to add a disclaimer at the end of this episode after re-listening that there is some type of background noise on the audio. So hopefully I can get that fixed for our next episode. Thanks for listening.